food shop. So now it's just like, yeah, I'm actually hungry. Like, you know, like um, I said, like I said, Sadie's helper said about my eating habits. I just be like when I talk to people on the phone, I just be eating. Like that's when like I really think get get some food, like get your ass up and work, go get some food. But I could have done it. I could have eaten, but I got distracted. I was like, I got distracted by the shows. And then I was like doing some work. Literally, I clocked out an hour ago. I didn't even realize I'd gone over. To be fair, in their defense, I was sleeping on company time. But you know what? I wasn't feeling well. So but I made I made it back. You know, payday's coming. And I gotta, I gotta put in my hours. I gotta, I gotta clock in. I gotta put in my hours. Mm-hmm. I probably should have rewatched Legos because I literally watched it on Friday, but I still took some notes, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, that's me. Um, if you hear some noises, my dishwasher going my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't hear anything. I was gonna ask you something. Now I forgot it. I was probably gonna say Legos wasn't that nice. No, but before Tracy. No. It's because you're deep in your candy bag. <laughs> the food got you confused, child. <laughs> I'm like, where am I? Who's the president? What year are we in? <laughs> but how are you? Apart from like, you know, not feeling the best earlier. You know, it's Wednesday now. We've come from a long, long weekend. Are, are your chakras aligned now? No. I'd be lying <laughs> to you if I said they were. <laughs> Which is so funny because of Tomorrow is five to weekend again, and you're still recovering from the weekend. My F. This weekend, I just please, please, if you're listening to this and you're my friend, please leave me alone. This weekend, please leave me <laughs> Don't alone. Don't invite me anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I want to go nowhere. I want to do nothing. I, I want to see nobody. But I know it's going to be a lie because come like Saturday night, Nandi or someone is going to be like, hi, Upi. And you're like, in corner. Just drop the pin. We go again. <laughs> Let's go. We move. We don't even go again. We go even harder. It gets like that. Especially I feel like when it's spring, summertime. Because I even remember last year, and I even remember even the first pandemic, when everyone was looking forward to being let outside. Last year, same thing. There comes a point you're like, I'm awake. I'm awake. Just say the time and place, and I'm there. I feel like you're still in that space. Of which, if we're being honest, <laughs> Leo was active all winter, to be honest with you. So I don't even think you have a peak season at this point. <laughs> you haven't rested, beloved. <laughs> this, <laughs> Leo really said, if you rest, you rest. But the thing is, I actually would like to slow down. <gasps> I think I actually would. Like, I wouldn't You've mind. You've been singing the song since January. Oh, news resolution. Oh, no, I really need to, I need to leave Bev alone. I need to focus on... And you did, you did take it on a bit. Now, I did. why can we better? <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Um, I did, I was trying sober April. But I've been invited to things and you know you can't go to something and then order a mocktail, order a mango juice. It's just not the vibe. It, you just seem like that person. And if it's especially with people you don't know. So the first time this month, it was this mixer um, row head plant. 
so um obviously he was meeting I was meeting people so I was like oh you have to be social you have to be you have to be like ah. um and then the second one my cousin invited me out it was like an ama piano event but not like the concert not like an ama piano concert but it was like at a bar and I think they got a DJ to do ama piano which wasn't normal for the pl- for the place and then I had to drink then because um my cousin's my cousin's friends with the DJ or friends of friends with the DJ. So it was like, oh no, support nani nani. Um, and then the other event. So you see, I am being invited. You see what I mean? That it's I am, I do like what's the solution? I stop going out. <laughs> but like at this rate, that is what the solution is giving. That yeah, I stop going out. Stop going out, or you work on your no matter what, come rain, come sunshine, I'm drinking water. Which, once you're in the environment, what are the chances, eh? That's the funny thing about alcohol. When you're happy, have some alcohol. Sad, have some alcohol. Like, it's just always, you know, there's no situation that alcohol is kind of inappropriate. You can go to a funeral after tears. You can go to a wedding. We're celebrating, like, and just, that's just, the thing but then also but that's the nature of any substance when you really think about it for some people obviously (laughs) we may not partake in certain substances but i imagine those users it's like i'm happy i want to pick me up or i want to feel even higher but when you use the clarity is clear to see sign line sorry you're in peak goal you've realized that this life you've been living these you things know, have been shown. None of it was real. None of it was real. You literally peak the year of realizing things when you just realize. You know, um, that guy on TikTok, I think his name was like Benzo first song. The one who's like, I've been deep in it, I've been deep in it, I've been deep in it. Like, you know, when you actually stop and realize, like, I've really been deep in this situation. Like, now that I really deep it, this person violated. You ah! actually did me dirty. Ah! You, act, you sat there and you're like, you did me dirty. You actually, you chose and you chose this. That kind of that's the thing. I think people don't sometimes realize life does not happen to you. We make choice. Yes, we make yeah. choices that make us complicit in the things that happen to us, but also we make choices. Like if if what's your hard example? Can I quickly use Maddie, Nate, and Cassie? If you look at that, Cassie also chose that. You know what? I could I could in her head she could firm getting into a relationship with Nate. And still being friends with Maddie in her head, that was gonna happen. That was gonna work. Like, even yeah. though she was scared about it, but you know, in she her was head, like, I'll find it, a way. Well, it, it'll eventually work out. It was justifiable in her opinion. No, that, that, that's that's really the situation. But um, I mean, here we are. We just look forward to a season of having fun, living our best lives, and hopefully, I mean, you're fine. <laughs> Whether you rest whether you don't rest you go you got this we're fine we're fine we're fine we're fine we're fine <laughs> i'm re-watching insecure again and i was like i missed this show i missed this show uh i'm just so sad that literally i'll have kids and i'll just be re-watching again and again, and again. <laughs> like they Mom, won't- are you watching insecure again yeah and they're like ah here she goes again yep <laughs> Like when I was young, mm. like in primary school, my mom had this collection of VCRs, like videos, right? Not VCRs, video, like cassettes. 
and I think it was like between maybe 96 and 99, there was a phase where people would, um, I think it's just about when VCRs came out, you could like dub, you know how you could burn CDs? You could do that with video cassettes. And like there were loads where she had like recorded Bumoisha, um, there was a show called Sparks, there was the Jamie Foxx show, like all these like classic sitcoms and shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and again, when she was just feeling like it, she would just whip out her, her video cassettes and just be re-watching these shows. And you know that, okay, she's in that, she's in that nostalgic movie. She's in her nostalgia bag. She's in her bag. And then I remember even like moving forward to like high school when like PVRs first came out, like for DSTV and like those back in Africa, you know about multi-trace and DSTV and PVRs. And when PVRs first came out and you could record shows, and just going back to the playlist and just rewatching the same movies again and again and again and again. That's what life has become. Like that, that's me and insecure. Pose, insecure, and 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 scandal never but failed. Me. What's crazy to me, Anisu, is you've re- you watched insecure. I know what's gonna happen. You no, not even just the first time. You've recently like I think your last rewatch was before the the last season season, that was just before christmas like the last season ended around christmas time so it means maybe december not even five months ago less than five months ago and you were watching i mean insecure and you're back but there's something that i was speaking to um with my therapist right and she was like she was saying how she actually really learned the concept and like people who rewatch shows like or movies again and again and again are more likely to be people who are like sufferers of anxiety because psychologically or mentally you know what's going to happen so there's comfort in in the expected like it's not the unknown so it's not like a new show and remember i'm always saying guys if i start a new show and it doesn't grips me like within the first two episodes i'm out of there i'm not one of those patient watchers or it's got a, it's a slow burner nope it's rather than them, i know but the funny thing is, the show you're talking about, Insecure, is not one of those shows that hooks you in the first episode. Like, I do not think if I showed someone episode one, season one, episode one of Insecure, they'd have it. I think, but I think it depends on your introduction to the show. So remember how you were saying you started Insecure late. So yeah. if you were someone who started later on and you started based off of the, oh my gosh. Because I knew, because everybody's like, no, it gets better. So I'm like, exactly. Whereas when I started watching it, I was just interested as an, oh, it's a show. I had no expectations of it to, to go the way it went. So I'm not watching, following hype. Whereas I find whether it's music, movies, series, especially if people hype it for me, and I think that's the issue that I had with Game of Thrones. That at the time, everyone was very, 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 very. They maybe like on season two or three. Now I'm like, it's, shit ain't picking up. And people are like, oh, you have to keep watching, you have to keep watching. But like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like at the edge of my seat, waiting for it to get to that point that everyone was talking about. And that's why I was like, I think with Insecure, I get what you mean. But if you started just when the show started, or if you started watching it off your own, you didn't hear... A, not Pim, you didn't hear, you didn't see a tweet, you didn't hear anyone saying, oh, this show is so good, you should watch this, and you just started watching it, I don't think you would enjoy it as much as someone would have just started when the show just first came and you watched it. Because remember how we said it's undeniable that that season two, season three point where the straight men started watching Insecure, the entire tale of dividing to Pisa Hive, Lawrence Hive. When, Lawrence when, when I say, ah! when, Molly, when Molly clocked in, yeah, 
when the writers wrote down Molly's lines, <laughs> when Yvonne learned her lines, when Yvonne recited her lines. When she, she gave, showed up on set and said, Action. She gave the way the way Molly, I've, like there are a few characters. I think the only person, not even the only, like Molly's down there with like Cassie in terms of how much people dislike Molly. Like I was reading some guy, um, S Shown. So S H O U N. Shown B. He's like he can't wait for. He was I think he was watching rewatching season four or something, and he's like he can't wait for Molly to get done by Andrew. And I'm like, wow. Like you, like you actually hate her. You think she's Scar from Lion King? Like the way people hated Molly, guys. And that was my thing. I was just like, I just don't see what you guys see about how Molly is so terrible. And I just didn't see him. Of course you don't. Because I'm bad vibes too. Shock horror. Shock. I'm bad vibes you too. Love a villain. You no, love no, no. A villain. I don't love a villain. I'm bad vibes. <laughs> That's the thing, guys. I'll never do that. Yes, no, 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 no. Don't get this twisted. I'm bad vibes. Stay away from me. <laughs> like, I will always say, guys, I'm bad vibes. And you know what? I'm not, it's not like something I'm proud of. Um, it's not like, but you know, when you just know yourself, I'm not. The funny thing is, you're actually not as bad vibes as you think. They are real bad vibes. This is what's so funny. Anyone who's actually your friend knows how you're a pump faker because Leo is so sweet. But Leo will never show any of you bitches this. <laughs> never, 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 never. <laughs> this is a faker. Your Honor, <laughs> arrest him. <laughs> But we got see, him, folks. You see, um, I'd rather have people think this about me and then surprise you with how nice I am. Yeah. Than anything else. Because then if it's like... Plus, I don't know. This is me off because I'm like, this person isn't even really bad vibes in real life. Why do they love a villain so much? Like, guys, the way Leo loves a villain, no ways. Give me the page. You're on payroll. <laughs> Villain is a loose word. Maybe <laughs> I like uh, you know. <sighs> Introduce us, Mama. <laughs> I got tempers. Introduce us, Mamas. The people have folded. Hi guys, welcome to episode twenty-two, three. <gasps> It's episode 23, my bad. Welcome to episode 23 of the Reality Check Pod. I am Nessu. And as ever, I'm Leo. And we're back for another episode of the Reality Check Pod. This week, we have a couple of things to get through. So my F, we're not going to waste no time. We done wasted. We done done wasted enough time. I'm going to dive... Can I start with the one I don't want to talk about? Or New the Jersey. one I want to talk about the least? New Jersey. Mm. Can I make I it? Know, but you know, but, but that was just ding 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 ding. But that was a. I don't know why you're still not enjoying it. That was another good episode. I, I just want all the listeners to know that at this point, I'm watching for their sake. And for Leo's sake. And it's, you're acting, if I like, never you're watch another like season is, of this show again, I'm you're acting like this is ladies who list or this is shows that we've actually been like can I can I give my cancelable take? Give it my love. This is and you know, guys, crucify me, don't crucify me. This is my truth. I'm only getting in my truth. When it comes to relationships, when it comes to music, when it comes to shows. 
if something is going to be done by the Caucasians, I'm going to be tougher on it than my own kind. I expect to really be entertained. When it comes to a white person, even in terms of attraction, you're going to be have to be the finest milk, okay? I'm not doing <laughs> the curdling milk. No, 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 no. The fine, when, you know when they say good white, <laughs> good milk. That's it. Otherwise, don't, don't waste my time. Oh, what's it? Elite, elite milk. Elite <laughs> milk. What up? The elite. Elite. <laughs> That's it. Other than that, don't waste my time. And this show is no different. Like, I've even said to you that I don't even think this season was as boring as Atlanta was at a point. And I would even much rather that. Because I can't be getting to episode 11, 12, and all March has given me is training. They like she's still going. This is my ah, and I know this is Trey's show, but show up to work. Try, try to do you something. Beyond. Mouth, You've you seen all these. Showed up to work, Mm-mm-mm. but still, it's always centered around the same person. Because you have you seen? I don't know if you've watched um some of episode twelve already or some of the clips, and they showed mm-hmm. a little bit. There were like some scenes where Trey wasn't there. Do you know how did it was? And then everyone was going, if, this is a, if this is a glimpse of what the show would look like with no tray, in for it, just fire everyone. Fire everyone. Even Housewives Twitter was in agreement. Like, listen, whether you're a team tray, whether you're not, you just simply cannot deny the fact that this is a show. If the show has no tray, there is no New Jersey. Why are we here? And this is my point. You simply cannot have a franchise where one person is carrying the entire season on their backs like this. Forget season, show. Because if she's not there, you guys have nothing else. Whether you like her or not, that's a simple conversation. But come on. You really don't like Trout, Mom. No, at all. Like, even the way she just folds her lip, I'm like, they need to dissolve that filler and go again. Please, please, just come that out is, of my front. <laughs> that is so, I cannot think of anything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, since Leo loves this show so bad, and he really enjoyed this episode. I I think maybe it just needs to be said. It's not like I love this show, like I'm dying for it. I just, I'm not, like, I'm not as like, oh, it sucks. I think maybe it's also because I have watched non-Atlanta, non-Potomac, the non-Black ones. I have watched them. So I, I know that to get to the drama, to get to the meat, you, I mean, this season is how many episodes are left? Uh, one, two, like six, five, six. There aren't a lot of episodes left, granted. And I think, you know, the peak hasn't just landed. But I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's not in my top, it's not in my top housewife seasons over the last, let me say, last year. Or if I was to say the most recent season of, you know, any of the real housewives, I don't think it's in the top. I think definitely Miami was better. Potomac was better and Potomac even this last Potomac season wasn't Potomac's best but even that was better than this um Beverly Hills was better than this a lot of them but my point is I'm not ranking them my point is but it was still good but maybe I have had that patience built into me like I said by virtue of watching other non-black ones you know the non-black ones by episode two because I don't know if you remember season six of Real Housewives of Atlanta episode two was the one where they I don't know if it was episode one or two but it was quite early in the season where they were discussing that thing Owen Fade was like um 
you said Apollo and I should have an AIDS test. And then, you know, Nini has the viral knee. AIDS! <laughs> that is shocking. I couldn't, I just, for the life of me, I couldn't remember her saying that. And then cut to the, the, the footage where it goes, next time be careful having a baby with a man just fresh out of prison. So she didn't say it, she intimated, but you know what I mean? It was, we're used to, I think we, you definitely have had yourself used to the season popping off from the beginning. Giselle and Karen, that argument at the nude interlude was episode one. You're used to hitting the ground running. And maybe, yeah, that's a fault that, you know, when Black people are on TV, you expect that it must just bang from episode one. And also, it's not even an expectation. It is what we've been given thus far. And so, you know, but also don't forget these, these uh, what's the word? These Real Housewives franchises are not produced by the same company. Yes, they're ultimately on Bravo, but they're not produced by the same. So Salt Lake City. So, you know, Basketball Wives shared media. I don't know if that's Shawnee's company. I used to think it was Shawnee's company. I'm not sure if that's her company, but yeah, shared media. They produce Salt Lake City. Um, Evolution produces OC and Beverly Hills. Um, Atlanta, I'm not sure who produces them, but this new season, the Potomac people, people who make, who produce Potomac are going to help them. So clearly they're like Potomac, uh, Atlanta, wake up. Mamas, this isn't you. Stand up, you know, take a shower of coffee in the morning before you come into the office because you're not yourself without your shower of coffee. Yeah. So all this is a long-winded way to say that these, because they have different producers, you know, some of them, that's why you, you can find that New Jersey hadn't, hasn't had a new cast picture or a new intro title card thingamajiggy they have not done those in years like whereas beverly hills beverly hills the longest they can stay with the same thing is like two years like the most they've done done is two seasons using the same thing and then next season new cast picture eh? and they'll deliver sometimes shame like this last one they delivered eh, eight eight five six seven eight eatery Mm. but i think yeah i think maybe i have because I know the reasons behind, or I've looked up, up some of these reasons behind why some franchises aren't, don't seem as good or are not at the same quality as others. Maybe that's why I'm a bit more lenient. And you're just like, nope, I'm not having it. Because for me, even if like, obviously, like you mentioned those examples, like some of these shows, the drama has started literally in like episode one or two. But my main point is, I just don't think it makes sense for any show to get halfway through the season I think that we, we even spoke about this with um, Insecure with our deep disappointment in how shit picked up in like, on like episode 6 that's, that's more than halfway into the season. And if we're looking at New Jersey now, like you said, there's about five or six episodes left. That means we are two thirds into the season. How patient can one be? As in a lot of what's going to be discussed at the reunion, we've seen. We've as seen. In, we've really seen the majority. That's the, re- that's the reunion. And obviously the reunion is only as good as the season because you need drama in the season to discuss at the reunion. And I know and Andy's messy ass is going to make it three parts. And it's like, and it's like, why? Three parts of Louis and Trey. Mind you, when Andy was already talking or when we were teased about how there's going to be security at this reunion, now based on episode 11, we already know who the security is probably centered around. 
we know it's probably it's more likely to be between Trey and Marge. That whole situation. There's no. There's if it's anyone else, I would be, be shocked. shocked and because crazy. everyone else is just like you know on the fence. They don't want to be as involved. So really and truly, even but no one, no one has had their job threatened. I don't know if they've never had their job threatened. No one is just showing up to work in New Jersey. And get your fucking ass up and work. And work. That's the problem with people these days. They don't want to fucking work. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my sister Kay. She should have she should have been the, the one <laughs> the case. I some she should have been delivering that speech to that cast of New Jersey, and that's my issue. I think yes, I may have been spoiled for choice in like maybe the predominantly black cast, and then things kick off on like episode between one and four even but i mean come on episode 11 and the most you can give us is it finally got physical between marge and trey but it's still about what trey and me the same thing the whole season it's just whether it's this person's house this person's trip this person's barbecue that person's event like but it's the same damn thing i am sick i am sick 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 and when i'm not sick i am tired I am sick and tired of their bullshit, okay? It's not every day. It's not every day. And that's why I'm like, I just, for four weeks, my notes on each episode, I need more. We're not episode 11, 12, I need more. Which is why Trout Mouth is a good housewife. Because she, I mean, let me not even say good. She's the only person who's giving us something to tune into every week. She has, she has Teresa foaming at the mouth. (laughs) Teresa's, scared so panicking she doesn't know where to look she can't finish her sentences right hair falling out she doesn't know what's going on and it's all because of trout mouth but let's get into the episode i'm gonna let you lead on this because child um i think i thought it was really sad the the teresa's move I mean, I get it from a standpoint of new relationship. You're potentially, well, you are marrying, I think they're getting married this summer. You are marrying someone else. I mean, obviously, as a kid, you never forget your childhood home. Like, come what may, you will never forget that house. You never forget, oh, the time I hit the corner, the time I sat there calling my friends. You like, you just remember the smallest things, the smallest details, you know, when you first moved in, meeting the neighbors, you just, you never lose that thingy, even if you, you know, move later. But I think it was really hard to see that. And even that they were filming a lot of this because Teresa's kids grew up, as you probably saw in that montage, Teresa's kids grew up on camera. They they were like, what? She had a baby, I think her last daughter, the one who she was driving, um, in one of the scenes, I think it was just the two of them in the car. I don't know if you clocked that. She, I think she's the one who was born season two, like season two, quite early in the show. Like she was born after her mom became, like was on reality TV. And so has grown, has quite literally grown in front of the cameras. And I think it's 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 very few people who have that experience and have had their child, you know, grow up in the light in that kind of light, you know, always used to cameras, filming mommy, cameras, you know, in the house. And even if they hadn't, it's still quite sad to watch someone say goodbye to, you know, their childhood home. And obviously for them, that's their last connection to their father in the US because um, Joe, Juicy, I think they call him Juicy Joe. 
he lives um in Italy now because he's been deported but it's still sad you know you wouldn't want I wouldn't want to see no matter how much I dislike trees I wouldn't want to see that um but yeah it was that was seen was really really it was quite intense and I part of me does wish there was a way they could have lived at that place forever because the kids obviously by virtue of their parents going to jail at some point um they lost time with them their grandparents like can you imagine like your grandparents not knowing where you live now I mean obviously they passed away but like it's like you know you remember like you attach they've lost so many people they've lost their grandparents they've lost their dad in that way but you know they've lost them and they're going to lose their memories but obviously you know it will stay with them forever so that was sad to see I wish yeah I was saying that I wish they were there was a way they could stay there but I mean if Teresa's marrying a new guy is a bit weird if now he's living in the house that Joe and Teresa was so proud of they were so happy to be living in even though they couldn't afford it when they moved in you hear that for me <laughs> um but yeah that's my take on that scene what did you think I thought it was really sad as well and I think from the last episode and this episode um you can still genuinely see that in the girls faces like no matter what like it's just not sitting well with them and I think it's so sad because I think it's similar in the way that maybe not the same but similar in the way that um Melissa and her daughter where it's like the adults have to make a certain decision you know that I, I guess clearly suits them <laughs> um I mean we don't like Melissa but for whatever reason she and Joe decided to make that move and you can see how for Antonia she just didn't want that um and it's the same as these kids like and you can see with the kids it's probably less because it's not like you know being moved in the middle of school or whatever like or they don't have the same feelings towards the move that Antonia had but you can still see it in their faces that they're happy for their mom. They understand why this has to happen. But the last memories that I have of everything, like you said, even the youngest one, when they're showing those old clips, like when she was still learning how to walk and running in the house, like all she knows is that house, basically. And like you said, when they look back at all the memories of their dad and stuff, I did, I agree. That was really, really sad. Um, but you know, to new beginnings, I do wish them all the best in this, in this new chapter. Um, like you said, I didn't even know that they were getting married this summer. Yeah, I didn't know that they were married this summer. But um, yeah. And Melissa isn't a bridesmaid, just to put that Good, out. as she shouldn't be. As she shouldn't be. So. And Louis' sister is a bridesmaid. Because at the end of the day, let's face it, we always say this even about friendships and even just family as well. Just by virtue of being family with someone doesn't mean or again just by virtue even of me knowing somebody for a shorter time period does not have a direct correlation to the impact they will have in my life or how my relationship is with them if she feels like Louis' sister is sweeter to her and fulfills her more pours into her the same amount she pours into her good on her let Louis' sister be a bridesmaid melissa you gonna have to hold that because something i'm sick and tired of and even this episode same thing Melissa's passive-aggressive ass, well, I'm just going to leave with them because if I don't leave with them, I'll never hear the end of it. You keep telling us how you clearly don't want to do it. It's so passive-aggressive. And I'm like, somebody put a muzzle on this lady, 
but you know what's funny about that it's i think it's both her and dolores really want to be okay with Teresa, but also okay with the other women because even dolores had that problem yeah i'm just gonna wear it like like they're always trying to be in Teresa's side but mm-hmm. also be okay with marge and it's like girls you're not gonna have it um it's just not gonna work both ways you can't but like my it. thing is stand stand ten toes in your choices don't you know, keep true. coming to everyone to say oh i'm only doing this because um i i, I don't want to have problems with her i don't want you to feel like with her listen if i decide hey marge both of you are my friends if i want to leave with her i'm going to leave with her that's it melissa hey marge you know this is my family. I'm going to support her, period. Don't come and tell us how, well, if I don't support her, I won't hear the end of it. Because you're essentially telling us you don't want to, but you don't want anyone to be able to come with you with a rebuttal. That's why you're now going to support it. And I think it's just so passive-aggressive of Melissa to keep doing that. And from the beginning of the season, and clearly what's been happening in previous seasons, Joe and Melissa always hold Trey to the standard that they themselves don't maintain. So even there, I saw this clip um, that's from episode 12, where I'm guessing Trey ends up saying to Joe and Melissa, but the, 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 the screenshot is obviously her speaking to Joe, set that bitch straight or else me and you're going to have the same relationship as Kathy and Rosie. And I'm like, people on Bravo Twitter that obviously don't like Trey are like, she's always extorting her family. She always does. So I'm like, we're not about to sit and act like Joe and Melissa for so long, haven't been complaining that Trey doesn't back them. When it's time for you to do the same thing for Trey, you don't want to do it. And it's one thing if you want to be kumbaya and on the fence, but at the very least, allow her to do that when it's your situation. But you guys don't do that. You want her to ride for you till dawn. But when it's you, you're either being passive aggressive, like, and if I don't do this, I won't hear the end of it. You don't just actually support it because that's the right thing to do. Or I would want this if I was in this situation. You're now doing it so that no one else can come and flog you. And I feel like in situations like that, I'll just, someone rather don't. Like, just rather leave it alone at this point because you're not even doing it like wholeheartedly. From the goodness of your heart. Yeah, it's just to make sure that, oh, I'm a good person. See, I did it. I did it. I'm a good person. Melissa, throughout all her confessionals, is always saying this, this, that, and the third about Trey. It's, it's, so, it's so nasty. Like, I'm just like, babes, babes. That's why I'm like, no, good on Trey when I make her bridesmaid. Why would she? Why should she? Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then we can segue on to the big feud of the episode um Marge and Teresa I mean it's getting kind of I get what you mean about it always being them it's at a point where it's like Portia and Kenya it's like you know Portia 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 every time they come into the room they're gonna you know they're gonna get in each other's faces but it's it's weird to me because I feel like the escalation over like the past two episodes I feel like I'm missing some context like, I can't believe Teresa's that angry that she'd do that. Because the last episode, it was Teresa taking a shot. Teresa's like, oh, if she had on my leggings, her ass wouldn't have jiggled. Like, like I'm just looking at the sequence of events. And to me, I feel like something has to be happening between some of these episodes that maybe didn't make it or wasn't filmed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Teresa, you're that angry. Like, I get why Teresa did it and I don't condone it um 
but also I get where Marge is coming from that their situation is not that bad that it was necessary for her to take it there and she didn't even hit her she just yeah I, even when I think about doing it it was stupid like <laughs> you, you, you push the jug and, and it's not like she took it and threw it like this she just he didn't even I think some of it landed on her but I think it inadvertent that wasn't Teresa that wasn't even yeah. Teresa. it was just to I'm like I'm like why didn't you do it with your chest if you couldn't do it, do it with your chest but I think both of them were wrong Teresa shouldn't have reacted that way and Mars should really just realize she's not Teresa's friend and she stopped this. I'm concerned. I also just think I'm 50-50 on it. Like, I wish Trey would not let Marge get that under her skin. Yeah. But I also feel like even if we're saying it's been 11 episodes of Marge, literally from episode one, from that barbecue, Marge has not let Louis and the video go. Someone on Bravo Housewives, I mean, Bravo Twitter, sorry, even tweeted since episode one. So I want to say, I can't believe Trey got that angry, but I'm also like, but 11 episodes, and like you said, there probably is other stuff that was filmed in between that doesn't even make the cuts. So you can only imagine if we are at episode 11 and still, or episode 10 and still, she's fed up. Like, she's fed up. And I think, yeah, and I think from even when Teresa was on Ultimate Ghost Trip, we saw how much she felt or like how much we means to her. And this relationship is, is really dear to her. And um, like Dolores rightfully said, she, you guys can, whether Louis is those things and he did those things or he didn't, the point is clearly Trey. He's just too good to be true for me. But even then, what, what are you guys going to do if Trey has decided that that's how she feels? Like Dolores said, this person is clearly now her universe. Like I'm a lion and a cub, you know, anything that feels like it's threatening that, she's going to be vicious about. Marge has been going on about this from the beginning, and Trey literally said, leave it. And I was so happy. Dolores finally said, yo, this is a big woman. Whether he did these things or not, she's happy there. Why do you want to keep talking about it? Like for a time, Trey's been like, leaving her, leave it alone. This stuff doesn't matter. Leave it alone. This stuff doesn't matter. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> like, let it go. It keeps connecting to my AirPods. <laughs> Turn Bluetooth off. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like at this point, it's unbecoming. How many times? And I'm happy March seemed to be quiet after Dolores said, Hey, la, how many times do you want to keep saying this? She said, Stop. Leave it alone. You need to accept that no matter what you say. She's happy there. She's not receiving what you're saying well. So why do you keep banging on about it? Like, at this point, what are you trying to do? Like you said, Marge also needs to come clear and accept the fact that she does not like this lady. Oh, this, I'm concerned. What's wrong with asking questions? Even the, the, the scene with her husband, I was watching that like, you is fake as hell. Like, you're actually fake. She's so irritating. And then each time you want to come and mask it as care and concern, you don't like it. And it's funny to... And, that is funny. It's just not lost on me that she, even when they first got there and um, Jackie's snitches came to say whatever Trey had said, like the little weak Muppet puppet oh, that I'm she not, is. You call her weak. No, that was some weak as she's like, it was literally like it's unnecessary. Then uh, Marge comes back and she's like, we need to address her. Again, this weeping, and it shows every time that Marge is 
she wants to make sure that it's everyone against trade. If she can have everyone on her side, yeah, if, if, if she can get everyone on her side, the same thing happened when they went to that first <coughs> situation that Tracy planned, that she was there like, well, you're the only one who has a problem because Jen and I made up so hot. And everybody here has a problem, so ha. Ah. And when Marge and Trey went back and forth with each other, she's like, well, all the girls here said that, ha. Ah. It's like she just wants to make sure that Trey's on this side and I have everyone backing me. Same as with that situation way back when, where she tried to be like, ah, 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 Dolores is more my friend than this person, which really and truly Dolores was. But if Dolores was saying, no, I'm not, and Marge's like, yes, you are, yes, you are. She just, she doesn't like Trey. And I'm like, just leave her alone. And that wasn't about Trey, that was about Jen. I know it was about Jen, but I'm saying Marge has that trait to want to make sure that it's everyone against the person that she's beefing. Whoever she's beefing must be alone on the corner. And it's like, ha, well, this person is backing me. So you're the problem. And it's, it's, it, that's also a weak trait because you can't even stand for yourself. You want to make sure that you have the, the validation or everyone co-signing you. How old are you? How old are you? Yeah, you haven't said anything about Teresa's actions. Like, I don't think Teresa. No, Teresa's actions. actions were bad. Like I, like I said, in the she was behaving badly as well. I said in the beginning, I really, really wish she just wouldn't have let Marge get that that much under her skin, especially because, like you said, it 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 doesn't seem outlandish to me that there's a lot we're not seeing because for her to get so worked up and then the name calling of this bitch, I'm going to beat her white trash, fucking bitch, fucking this. And granted, Marge also said that the low blows, but I'm like, hi, boo. Hi, boo. Their beef beef can't have got this deep. Like, (laughs) about what what are you fighting? I I don't, I genuinely don't know. Their anger versus maybe I missed something, but I genuinely feel like the way they're angry doesn't make sense. I think if she genuinely believes what she was saying about the block thing, which would be a similar thing to Giselle and Wendy, where Giselle was like, this was brought onto the show because of you. And then it it, it widened the reach of the situation. And now more people were talking because every time something supposedly comes out, Marge is the same person that's that person, but, but it's in the blogs, but it's in the blogs. More times, some people haven't even seen this supposed blog, this supposed this. And then obviously, I think that's also what triggered her, which was like, well, Marge, you know everyone. You know what I mean? Like, I think for whatever reason, Trey really believes that Marge is the source of these things, or Marge is more than happy to spread this information once it's been brought to her for the sake of bringing down Trey. So I think if that happened, because we saw how Wendy was also affected by it, and we also saw the, the tweets when Funky pardon me, Dineva, like when they were dissecting as well, like you have to understand when something isn't really brought to light by many people, like there's so many things that are like discussed on gossip blogs, but like don't make mainstream media until they're brought to the attention of certain people. You have to understand why someone would be like, but why would you make this a main storyline on the show? Or why would you bring this into filming? Because that's yeah. as much as they are followed by camera crews, a lot of the time, it's still also not 24-7. Some things could be said by a text. Some things could be done by a phone call when these people are there if it's genuine concern, but it's not. Um, But even if it was happening on social media, I mean, usually they try to give us as much context as possible. They try to show you the person's text, try to, you know, maybe record the call. But obviously, if you're saying it generally didn't happen while they were filming, and also that 
Teresa, I'm sure there are things Teresa has heard that, you know, can't come to light or something like that, or weren't filmed or, you know, just to justify her anger over this. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, I also noted that I really hope Andy and Bravo have the, they have this vim for Trey. I really hope, and I know you guys also the tweets. Candace is no saint, but the way Miss Mamas was crucified over this, Andy I is proud. Candace, it was also it was also because Candace, I won't even say paints herself. Candace really stands in the fact that she is not an aggressor, but doesn't want to see how something like that could be seen to be. Um, not even aggressive. Aggressive is not the word I'm looking. Shit starting. Shit, yeah. something that, as something that could make hey, it escalate. That could escalate a situation. She doesn't want to see how sometimes, even if what you're doing is not inherently violent. Even with Kenya, Kenya had this problem as well. Even if what you're doing isn't violent and you're not hitting me, you can still do things to escalate a situation. You can talk crazy. You can put your hands on my face. You can um, what's the other thing? Throw something at me. Even if it is a Lego, even if you throw a Lego at me, it's still something I can get angry about and try to hit you for. Because it's 100%, not, and I, and it's I not me that you will do that to. I don't think that's that's wrong. But like I'm always saying, two things can be right at the same time. My current know, that's right. is about Bravo and Andy because Candice threw a lettuce leaf. Even Mia threw a, the ball back, whatever. But the critique for Potomac it's probably not going to match Trey doing this and that lady being drenched in wine. I don't no. care if Trey did a... a, a but a, you, you know it wasn't about a daggone salad. It was about the fact that Candace sees herself as... No, 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 Leo. No, I, it was about... No, because... My main point is not about Candace's reasoning for why she did what she did and Candace denying it. My problem not, is, that's not my point. My no. point is about Andy and Andy's comments about Potomac and Atlanta and how seeing these women do this, 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 this is disappointing. Andy, even now, post-filming, not once has he stated his grand disappointment with New Jersey. Aside from that, isn't it after their fight with her, Candace's fight with Monique, Candace was on some, I don't get in people's faces, I don't do this, I don't... I'm no, no, but I'm not denying that. I'm not talking about that. It was proving her wrong. I, I mean, I'm... Uh, no, for Andy. Andy's one... Let's leave Potomac. For me. Let's go to Atlanta. And no, but that's why I'm saying about Andy. Like, when we go, even if you leave Potomac and Candace's actions behind that are wrong, go to Atlanta even where, fine, Kenya used to say what she was saying. Portia got aggressive after Kenya was in her face, whatever, but she admitted her wrongs. She was like, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. da 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 da, da. Andy Cohen, Wallon, is there like, this is just so... Like, this is just so disheartening. I really don't like seeing these women get to this point. Da, 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 da. Andy is loud and proud about we even has security at the New Jersey reunion. Da, 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 da. You okay. not once have has even has has Potomac or Atlanta escalated to the point of needing the security at the reunion. And he will continue to express his disdain. How upset he is about the way these women act. When is Trey acting like a savage, saying, I'm going to beat that girl? He, he like he loves Trey. I'm not gonna lie to you. But but that's but that's literally my point. And even Trey aside, even the other, like um the time you were showing me the other franchises where 
the women would get like really loud and rowdy and aggressive with one another. And it's entertaining and stuff, but Ali will just laugh right past it. Just ha ha ha. And that's the thing. I just feel like I want us, I wanted to get to a point where at least we're honest about the fact that there is a clear R word at play. It's clear, it's in the room. It's there. It's lingering, it's there. It's, it's clear as day. It's that's 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 my only issue and i think stuff like that is what really makes it difficult for me to watch because when i was watching that scene i was like hmm, it's funny to see trey go off like this i bet you one thing's for sure and two things for certain mm. if someone of Otomago atlanta acted like this mm, you would tell me if that candace almost lost her job but everyone had to ride till dawn i don't even know why people rode till dawn for candace that surprised me but still I think it's just the principle of yes, she's wrong, but in other franchises, when people have done the same thing or similar, even if it's not to the same extent of taking it to hell or being or trying to deny how you escalate situations, how you take things to hell, how you take things too far, at the very point, at the very end of the day, if you're going to have this benchmark or this morality compass like this, it should be across all franchises that if this is not allowed here, this shouldn't be done here, this shouldn't be done here. That shouldn't be done there. But for seasons, even pre-Candace being on Housewives, other franchises, people have been tussling. The girlies and the women's have been tussling. And it's fine. Pre-Porsche, the girlies and the women's have been tussling. And it's so it, it's fine. No, please, 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 please. Fine. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And watching it for me literally, like it bores me. When I now watch Trey get to act like that, I'm like, fine. You whiling, but I already know that the backlash you're gonna get for this is nothing. It's nothing. Mm, it's a tough one. It's definitely a tough one. Let's talk about it. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no, as in because. Obviously, everybody has different opinions about, look, how do you solve it? What, Andy stops hosting the reunion? Or Andy stops, what? Andy's never gonna, Andy, Andy that didn't want to, uh, was fighting over with Nicki Minaj over um, hosting the Potomac reunion. Like, <laughs> you know, I've thought about, even I was like, at some point, I was like, mm, maybe it's time, like around the... Moon around Potomac? Huh? It was around Potomac, right? Monique's last, last one, Monique's last reunion, I was like, this man, he just he's got the eye, he's but he just doesn't even hide his bias, like he doesn't try. Which I think as someone kind of as like Bravo's re- like human representative, you'd think he was more like better at it, but he's not. So I think I'd rather just someone else. But then also it's like, who is that person? And then the person, you know, it means that for a while they could be. It could be Anis hosting it, then me hosting it, then someone else hosting it for a while until we find the perfect person. And then does it become does each franchise get its get its own person who hosts that? Because also think about it, you do get upset at a lot of people who host reunions. Um, what's her name? Ms. Nina Parker, the one who used to host some of the love and hip hop ones. People hate her when she hosts those. So it's like even Nina Parker hosts love and hip hop reunions. Did you enjoy when she hosted them? I think when I watched Love and Hip Hop reunions, the only thing that would probably annoy me sometimes is the fact that when you're getting to the nitty gritty, because she's trying to be kumbaya, babe, some things don't actually get squashed. And then some of the questions she asks us like, 
this isn't really important to the season. Like there's other stuff that was probably of more relevance. And you know that we're actually tuned in to hear more of. But she doesn't, in my opinion, when I've watched, she's not like very visibly biased. I just think sometimes she has a tendency to not ask what we actually want to know. But you know you, I mean? for you, your biggest issue is bias. Whereas for me, well, her bias was annoying. I think 100%, but I don't know if that's my biggest. I just didn't find her very entertaining, to be honest. Yeah, it comes across, she's a bit boring. Yeah. She but anyway, going back to the main point, I think finding someone who, I can still wholeheartedly say with both hosts on Basketball Wise, both John Sally and Mark Lamont Hill, at no point did you tell that this person was more likely to be their favorite. This person mm -hmm. was more likely to be their favorite. That's what I feel like we would need for Housewives. Um, Frankie Daniva spoke about how obviously they would want to shoot their shot as well at getting a host, but they, they were the same, even take me out of it. There's so many well-known and like famous or popular housewives commentators think of on twitter that they the specific accounts that we all know that they, they be on the ball they be on the mark with this and i feel like there's a big opportunity to get people like that who are well versed in bravo sphere they know what they're talking about they've been watching from the beginning they've rewatched efs abcd efg they know everything all their ducks in a row those are people that actually stand a chance at hosting because, I mean, at this point, I just feel like the, the show has developed so far. And a lot of these people over the years have developed personal relationships with Andy that it's just not a fair chance for everyone on that stage. It simply isn't. Apart from Married to Medicine, who goes on holiday with Andy sometimes. Like... like yeah and people like nini are like a godmother and like this person has this involvement and the, you know it's just simply not a fair shot yeah but you're not gonna get rid of like bias is a funny thing and as you can't get bias everybody has a certain bias towards certain things you're never gonna 100% get rid of bias like I don't know if you remember there was that one love and hip-hop and uh, reunion where her and jo um, Nina and Justin started arguing and that annoyed me because in my head I'm like that shouldn't be happening you're not here for this I'm I'm here to hear what Justin has to say about what happened this season not for you guys to now try to argue I mean obviously yeah she tried to remain professional but that's the thing about it's like I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard. That's why. That's a why I said. One, to you. I that's why I said to you. I'm like, yeah. it's not as easy as just replacing. Yeah, Andy. it's not that easy. Who do you replace him with? Who would he trust? You know, to do the job. Who would be unbiased? Because eliminating bias is very, very hard. Obviously, these people have their own relationships, and even then, these people also have to watch the show. They also have to watch the show to understand. Why am I asking Teresa why she threw something at um Marge? Because I also need to know this. So if I have a follow-up question, it's also, but it's 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 gonna be hard. I I I would like to see it happen. You know, it would give a bit more life to the reunions. I think they're kind of boring, but also sometimes. But I think Andy loves Andy loves it. Yeah, I think he loves it. But yeah, I can just honestly just say what I would like to see. I totally agree that you can't. You'll never. Um, eradicate all bias but it can at least be lessened or people can at least do more to hide it because like i said at this point handy andy doesn't hide his bias remember with the miami reunion how sometimes he was literally spraying his face 
Like, <laughs> Andy doesn't try at this point. Okay, but are you telling me there's someone who could have handled being on that thing with like Adriana and just not going, girl? Girl. I don't know. Like, sure. I think it's it's gonna be hand like I would also think the person is messy if they were laughing at Adriana's antics. I'd be like, this this, this you find this funny. Like anyway. Yeah. It's literally just Marge and Trey. That's see how underwhelming no, there's Marge Trey, Dolores and Melissa um straddling the fence. I'm glad the spotlight is off Jen for a second because that woman has. Oh, she needs a break, dude. That if it's Aiden who actually can coast through for the rest of the season, I actually want. You've done your part, baby. It's fine. If it's okay. all we ask you at the reunion is about your nose job it's and fine. door cheating, it's fine. Because I'm just. I mean, I think Jen is definitely gonna have a lot to answer to at the reunion because there's gonna be that thing that so you made up with Marge and then left Teresa high and dry it's like oh. <laughs> so she's i think i don't think she'll have the worst reunion i think she'll have a tough reunion um but yeah i think jen and jen not jen Teresa and marge are definitely gonna have the hardest reunions because they are the ones who showed up well they are two of the people who showed up to work the most yeah i'm starting so i'm not gonna lie if i um, if i if i didn't watch and i didn't find if i like if I stopped watching now and didn't even know what happened at the reunion, I would totally be fine. Like I could catch up, I could catch up through tweets at this point. So annoying. Anyway. Uh, when so I make you watch <laughs> Ladies Will List 2.0, I want you to keep the same energy. Next. <laughs> I don't think you actually mean that threat. <laughs> no, but anyway, you're gonna watch Beverly Hills, you're gonna watch. Married to medicine. So look, look, uh, and this is the thing. Maybe it's because I haven't watched another non-black show. And I remember with Beverly Hills, I remember you were saying that it's actually a slow burner, like it's not gonna hit the ball running. And apparently, I, I, I was reading. Apparently, they do. But I was oh, apparently <laughs> no Beverly Hills. I told you Beverly Hills is actually in, a, in, a, in its in its comeback era. It's like beating all the flop allegations like apparently because i like i think they started filming two three weeks after the reunion and they never when i tell you they never do that they wait like four months so also the people no one is angry like, yeah because it was up there it's probably like because the last season they left it pretty good so they're like ah, uh-huh, come back to work come back because i remember after atlanta would film a season They'd go. They, it would. They'd finish. I think just before summer, or maybe I don't know how something like that. But then they'd go all go on holiday. I remember that oh, Nini, Boposha, they'd always go on holiday right after the season wrapped. I'm like after the reunion and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm ready to bring on Beverly Hills. But onto something else. Onto Real Housewives. Um, Real Housewives of Lagos episode two. How did you find it? It was it was a hard watch for some reason. I don't know. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, I was like, okay, okay. Reach my phone. <laughs> at some point, I'm just not like. I when they were at the beach house, I was just I was over it by then. Yeah, I can't lie. At that point, and especially the the day two, like from the day two, it's like okay, okay. Um, but also, I think. Because I've seen a few tweets from South African like people saying they think it sucks. 
So I think those tweets have gotten into my head 100%. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever realized that unconscious bias that because you read something, you're going to go into something else thinking, ah, oh, even if you don't trust that person's opinion. Yeah, apparently it's lame. So it's you're lame. like, mm, this person says it's lame. Not, I don't even, <laughs> if you ask me who it was, I don't know who it was. All I remember is I saw someone said it wasn't giving. And I'm like, and I'm like, and so I went in. At first, I'm like, oh, wait, what are they talking about? Oh, and then later on, you're like, oh. This is what y'all were talking about. I will say, um, as I was watching, there were certain scenes I was like, and this goes back to like I was saying, I think I, when I started the, the show anyway from last, or when it started, I already had the mindset that, you know what, I'm going to have to go into this remembering that this is Showmax produced. You know, and Africa. Yeah, and Africa. It's not gonna be like Peacock. It's not gonna be like Bravo. Um, sometimes even when I'm watching the confessionals, I'm like, eh, could be better. Even the different scenes, I'm like, mm, this could have been better shot or produced. But like I said, the scene, the scene wasn't necessary. Yeah, but I'm like, but I mean, it's Showmax. The I haven't watched Joburg and Durban, so I'm not gonna speak on them. But I was never expecting Lagos to give me bravo peacock quality mm. um so i think that being said especially now that we know how with bravo with peacock even with vh1 when it comes and like shit media and stuff like that when it comes to basketball wives or all these other reality shows in the u.s we now know how um production teams have such um a big part to play when it comes to how these stories unfold or how certain things are filmed and how certain storylines progress so they, they've been in this game for so long that yeah. at this point they could do this shit in their sleep. So um, I think we're, whether we like it or not, we're going to have to bear that in mind when we're watching Lagos. It's, it's never going to compare to Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, OC, whatever you, you're used to. Well, the quality of Housewives you're used to watching, it was never going to meet that anyway. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm going to give this season grace in general um with the hopes that it gets better i don't know how you feel obviously having watched joburg and durban how mm. that is compared to like what you normally watch would you agree like or even compared like if you were to draw a comparison with lagos like how's that looking and feeling i mean i had to kind of stop myself and remember that as i like to say to anyone the first season of a housewives is not that's not what the show ends up being like the first show the first season of any housewives franchise is always different from what like the it show is actually gonna end up being like because think about i mean we're gonna talk about karen but think about what karen was like the first season funny enough about karen i, I tweeted that karen looks good at a bl- as a blonde and i think everyone thinks i mean karen Ope and paula's friend like an <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm not i'm not gonna correct anyone I actually meant Karen Huger. I knew when I saw the tweet that you meant Karen Huger. Because but I, like, was, I know week- that your default setting is like... Housewives. I mean, yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, like your friend Karen's been blonde. She's always been blonde. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not new information. Karen has never been blue. That's <laughs> sick. But yeah, like think about how Karen acted first season versus now her wigs and everything. Like it's just not a good indicator of what a show is like. But I, that is... 
like you brightly point out, that is because I've watched American Housewives. That is an American Housewives thing. Um, Johannesburg season one and two, season one was better, but it was like much of the same, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, didn't change that much. So maybe there's going to be a new rule. So I'm trying, not, but I'm trying not to be like, oh, this sucks. Cause I know it takes a lot of time for this to develop. And it's even made even worse by the fact that these people aren't actually friends. They're not a friend group. Yeah. Like asking us, oh my gosh, you like Amala? Oh. Hey, hey. Amala. Hey, this one is talking about, oh my gosh, I love fried jam and stew. If, <laughs> and she said, oh, I, I told you guys, you guys were darling. You guys, about yam and stew. All people are talking about Ray, Karen, pay your taxes. Others are talking about yam and stew. And when you think, can you imagine if like Karen was talking about like in you like burgers? Even if it wasn't like what you call it, food. Hold on. Even if it wasn't like an African food, because obviously if it was African food, it would be like, mm-hmm. but it was just um, it's just silly. I don't know why it keeps being put in. Like it it because it makes it stuck to us that these people don't know each other. I don't want to. I don't want to know that. I I want to suspend belief and think oh, a group of girls you know they're trying to be friends which in some scenes you can see that it's they're they're like trying to they're know, getting towards that yeah that they're like oh laura why wouldn't you come if we're all trying to get to know each other we're all trying to be friends i mean obviously laura has her issues at choma but it was it was it gets a bit annoying but i still think there's potential for the show to to really get into yeah. its bag i think it's going to be a bit it's going to be made a bit difficult um by the fact that they're not friends but I don't think it's like a lost cause they're not the first yeah group of housewives that weren't friends when they started like it's yeah not- it's nothing new um speaking of Karen did you apparently I saw this tweet once that apparently um in their first season oh in their first season they didn't know what show they were filming for and that's why it was so like <laughs> rogue and juicy um which actually makes it interesting because just today, I saw the clip of um, Ashley. You mentioned that um, you and Michael um, used the glue method, <laughs> and I saw that clip. <laughs> what did she I say? Like, she said, like, I would suggest um, you let him stay in, ejaculate, <laughs> Because until you, because I don't remember, it was something to do with Raven. I think. Yeah, I don't know she if, commented as, something with Raven. As she said something to Raven? Yeah, and she said, so I suggest you have your own kids and you stop talking about my kids until you become a real woman and have kids of your own. People and took, then she people, said, everyone, like, people took I- issue with the real woman coming. Yeah, um, I get why. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean. That was raw housewife. That's nothing compared to the grand dom now. But um, right, like it's so crazy. Like every time I see clips like that, I'm like, hey, Karen's come far. Wigs, like, we, like wigs I've never fashion. seen a wig. A wig Even her makeup, if I'm being honest, like Francis probably has more like budget made for better makeup artist, or maybe she's her glam. Like, oh. Her glam team now. Is this video? Time. I don't know. Did you remember when she had the lime green dress on? Oh. And she turned around like I said, Karen. Karen. I'm like, that's my mama. Karen. Tweeting till you get blue in the face. And How I'm do like, you hey. eat this little cast and you're older than them by significantly? That's why to me, Giselle's comments about Karen's age are just stupid to me. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Because she be in Karen, your every single time. 
Karen, Karen being Karen is it it's actually you know what you're right it is embarrassing it's embarrassing that Karen be eating you up every single at time big, at her big big age at her big age and it's funny because in the beginning y'all wanted to run jokes about Karen's wigs and then she came and said I bet say less the thing is Karen was saying my only problem is I have bad wigs what about you what about you Giselle <laughs> Giselle and Bo Robin they've gotten money Giselle's made no changes guys you can't tell me Giselle has changed anything about herself from season on i mean even um karen's plastic surgery it's looking it's looking much better like she looks good even what's her name candace has had a few tweaks she looks yeah, good as okay. well you can you you can say my western anyway, i'm not gonna hold you i ain't mad at it but we see anyway yeah but the point was season yeah, one season one so comparing season one I share the same view that I think it's making it more difficult the fact that they are not friends. Yeah. Um, so, definitely. and like you said, it's so clear to see. And I think clarity is clear to see. No, clarity is clear to see. I don't even think, and this is the thing sometimes I feel like, I don't know if you see this on Twitter. I can see the difference, especially because I know the difference is like myself. Even just look at me and you. You're someone who's watched Housewives. For so long, like Bravo, Peacock, that's your bag. Like, you know, you ain't you ain't new to this, you stay true to this. And I feel like even when it comes to the TL and stuff, there are people who obviously started watching Atlanta like the more popular it got, um, and Potomac the more popular it got, but like those are probably for the most part the most two popular franchises, obviously, amongst black people as those cast out black people. Yeah. But they I think. They don't always know like how things work in Bravo. Myself included, like, remember the time with Potomac, I was saying to you, I didn't even know like the seating at the reunion was a thing or like anything had significance like that. Like I honestly used to just think the people are just sent there. However, they decided that they- So you never realized that the people closer to Andy- Not once. It's the day you told me, I was like, oh, flip, wait. That's the only time I really deeped it. Um, Sometimes it is based on- either seniority something like or but i think now they're moving towards storyline because karen karen it's no it would had it been seniority it would have been karen and giselle but this last season it was wendy because she inserted herself so much but (laughs) we ain't got to wendy like that (laughs) but this is what i mean i think not everyone has been like really really deep into bravo and i think it shows that even with the production of like Lagos and I don't again don't know about Joburg and Durban, but I was Lagos that they I don't think they would have studied how things typically work in yeah. Peacock or Bravo Housewives. I think for them it was just oh it's the housewives, a show about a group of friends who are wives who have some sort of relevance or clout of some sort of popularity, get them on the show and the storylines revolve around them in their lives. Boom. Um, so for the rest of us who maybe come into it wanting to to get, even if you aren't deep into like Bravo and Peacock, you're still hoping to get that similar experience. But like you said, from the beginning, it's so obvious that these people don't know each other. Forget not being friends. They don't know each other. Oh, you like Amala. Oh, I walked in, I just saw the old and You can see oh. they didn't even know. I'm sure when they signed up for this show, they didn't even know who they were. Who is who? And then it's like, oh, I just walked in. And I mean, the owner just walked in. Oh, I've seen her on Instagram once. Oh, never met you. But like, it's so clear. Um, even in the little things, I think, for example, with Laura, I understand Laura has her 
issues with trauma, but I just kind of wish for the sake of the show, and I mentioned this last week, like, it's not nice seeing her be so anti about the beach trip, and then now the beach trip came and she actually didn't go. I feel like it's too early on in the season and the show for her not to be at a, a cast trip or something, because mm-hmm. in the past, we've typically seen this, like, for example, if we went into season 13 of New Jersey and there was a cast trip in episode two, it's understandable if Teresa and Marge don't want to go to the same posture because this is stemming from drama that's happened the last season. It's not a brand new season and already somebody doesn't want to go to a trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that for me, I, I wish small things like that, they would pay attention to that kind of detail because that does kind of ruin the, the viewer's experience. Um, so yeah, I mean, just right off the bat, I agree that you can just see that these people aren't really made um but they they, they're trying like even when they were at the beach house i think it's the day two or this is the first day where they're swimming and stuff you can see that they're genuinely trying to get to know each other they're at a point where for now they are enjoying each other's company um when chioma before the trip when chioma and carolina are doing yoga together and they're trying to get to know each other these people like you can see that we're, we're slowly getting there i hope that season two um if it gets renewed for season two we see more improvement i hope it doesn't then take the shape that you said joba took like there was a change but it wasn't that much i i I do hope that there's going to be growth but also i'm going to say not too much it's episode two i mean from what we see next week it's hot i just hope it's not a case where it's one scene that's hot and then the rest of the episode is like we're just kind of, you know, like we're just kind of breezing through. Like I do hope there's quite a bit. It's meaty. I hope so because last week was a good intro. This week a little bit slow, but I also don't want it, like you said, for it to be episode two and we're in it. Even season, I mean episode three, the fact that there's there seems to be that heated exchange. It's a little bit early, typically, um, especially because it's season one. But I do think because they haven't shown us much. At this point, we're going to be gagging for it if we're going to actually keep watching the show because they haven't given us as much to look forward to. You know what I mean? So yeah. I guess I can only hope that that next week or this week, sorry, is a lot better. Um. Yeah, I get what you mean. I think it's a bit early for them to act like they don't mess with each other and all that kind of stuff. If it's like guys you don't one you don't know each other and don't make it obvious to us but also for the our entertainment we need you guys in the close settings for at least a few couple times and then you guys um start to like you know someone says something about someone someone gossips about someone else and then things come out and then people get angry as is typical on you know um a real housewives what's the word a real housewife season but i'm still optimistic 100 i'm 100 still optimistic i know it doesn't mean anything people just behaving people just people just always got something to say um but i believe that it will pick up and you know the show will the show will get to it will get to find its groove i'm i mean we aren't familiar with like lagos and you know nigerian culture so maybe that's the element we're missing. I mean, obviously we aren't American either, but I don't know. It's just a different, it's a different vibe. I agree. It is a different vibe. And I do think even now that you mentioned that, that's probably what's going to make it um, difficult because 
we can see that, for example, this cast, even like I'm saying, and, and criticizing Laura for maybe already being so quick to not show up to a cast trip, but like this cast seems like they're typically not willing to fake. Unlike typically in American reality TV shows, some people know that anyway, I have a contract. Am I just <laughs> for the sake of filming? And once filming is done, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm done with this person. I'm not going to chill with them after. If I have to put on a face and, and, and pump fake for the show, I will. But this cast doesn't seem like they're going to be the type. Like, I think we saw that scene with Tiana and Laura. And already Tiana was obviously calling Laura out, like, about her attitude at the, the baby launch thing. Yeah, but that's because they're friends. I know, but that's what uh, I'm saying. Obviously, in that conversation, you can see that Laura is continuing to express that she's not going to be fake. She's not going to this, she's not going to that. So it's clear that how she really felt, whether I signed a contract, whether I'm on a show. I she, don't care a damn. She, she doesn't care a damn. She's, she's not going to be there. I am going to be there. And you can see Tiana tried to cover up for a small, small, small. And then they show us the scene of um, Laura being like, mm, nope, <laughs> I was not going to be there. I'm here enjoying this time with my husband and my kids. So... With I that, think with that raggedy wig, man. <laughs> um, I think we, as much as I don't want to see it, I feel like we can expect to see just, just less putting up a brave face for the fact that for the fact that I signed a contract to be on the show. But that's crazy in a first season. That's so wild. Very, very, I very. I don't understand. What, oh, I don't even understand why that's even a thing. Like what has anybody done to you to like I mean obviously you're seeing you don't want to be fake felt but it's just I don't know it feels a bit premature that it's happening already yeah it is but I also think that is a testament to how how believable Bravo and Peacock have made their show seem these people people aren't even friends people are not friends but I think so many people across the world really believe that these people are friends they, these people can't, they don't always fathom or they don't, I don't feel like they're always able to actually understand the fact that these people are showing up to a job. Some people are cool. Some people are friends. Others are just showing up to a job with my colleagues. And I Some think- Some people don't mind seeing each other yeah, outside of work, but- But otherwise it's not my mate. Um, and so that being said, I think it's just, like I said, it's just a testament to how believable American Housewives has has made their show come across yeah. such that people think Nini probably isn't faking or this person probably isn't faking so I'm not going to do that even if I'm in season one do you know what I mean like I don't think people actually think that some people are showing up to work because it's a job I'm supposed to do this it, um, this is my nine, my version of a nine-to-five I gotta get paid <laughs> I have contractual obligations I literally um, I, I am in trouble if I don't show up I don't show up so yeah, I wish they were more conscious of that. But like I said, I guess we're so optimistic. We're gonna give it some time, and hopefully next we can come back and say, "Hey, it shook." I will say what her name came off really well. Um, not really well. Let me not came off better than she did last episode, Carolina. Yeah, she did, didn't this she? Episode. I'm like, you know, you weren't annoying like you were last week. Mm-mm. You weren't annoying me. Um. Actually, I don't think anyone was really... Yeah, I don't think anyone really annoyed me. I don't think anyone... Like I said, it was quite a boring episode. Like, no one was doing anything for me to be annoyed. If I got annoyed at that, I could get annoyed at anything. <laughs> I was just I was just like, oh, y'all not, y'all, y'all not doing nothing. 
Yeah, I also think Chioma came across a lot better in this episode. I'm gonna say a lot better. Um, because I don't think she particularly came up bad in the first episode. I think in this episode, I was like, okay, she does actually seem like she's quite friendly. She's um, got she's she started warming up. Yeah, she started warming up and she's letting her guard down a lot around these girls. So in the beginning, I think it was testing the waters, which again goes back to the point. I wish. We hadn't seen that. I wish maybe they had started filming after they've already dipped their feet in the pond a little bit. They've been around each other a couple of times and, you know, stuff like that. Because, yeah, that's the beauty of Bravo. They actually don't. It, I know it looks to us like that's when they start filming, but they don't. They film before that. And then even with, um, what's this thing called? Beverly Hills, they were filming between the season finale and the reunion. So there was footage of people meeting up before the reunion like so it's stuff like that that gives you a better show because you've been putting in time that they know like this whole time they know they've been in front of cameras if i see we start filming now and we say cameras on now you're gonna act a certain way whereas if you've been filmed for the past six weeks you don't know what's in what's not in i might as well just be you're just like you're (laughs) gonna start you're gonna make the mistake of thinking no how could this make it in this is boring they got your ass on camera. <laughs> got him. Got him. Yeah, we'll wait for next week. But um, in terms of Real Housewives and spinoffs, we got a spinoff for the granddaughter. Um, you mean the Queen of Potomac? The Queen of Potomac, the one and only. Miss Karen Huger has a spinoff. Miss um, Karen Huger. She has a spin-off, well-deserved. I think of all the people to get a spin-off, I would watch Karen's, but like, I, I don't know who else on Potomac I would have wanted to see a spin-off from. I, I, I know who I would. Who? But it would have to be very specific. It would have to be Jazan, her daughters. It would have to be Jazan, her daughters. And then there's an element of fashion, maybe an element of dating, something like that where like, Giselle's going on dates. I don't know if Giselle's going on dates and the kids are helping her dress up and just dragging her fashions or something. Just like, mamas, what is you doing? Oh, you said Giselle I want, fashion. I said, oh. I want 40 minutes of Giselle getting dragged by those kids. And I'm like, I know that's right. I would not say no to that. But then obviously that's a very, it's, I wouldn't be watching it for Giselle there. Yeah. I'd be watching it for the girls. So if, and even then, how sustainable is that? How long can you carry off a spin-off just to watch Giselle and the kids? I mean, it could be a thing. It could be what a few episodes and then you know we find out who she continued dating after that. i don't know i have not given this i've not said yeah. about this concept. <laughs> but my point is that um aside from that yeah. karen karen is 100 the per- the girl who she thinks she is she's 100 the person who i would want to get on um to have a spin-off i think actually i mean i'm only going off episode one i'm going off episode one but I think she's come off the best. She does not look stupid. Plus, I know Karen would not let herself look ever. Like I feel like she would rewatch that edit and be like, nope, 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 nope. Not me. Certainly not I. But also, Karen is a certain kind of woman. Karen's, I mean, I don't know about her family, but I don't imagine her family is going to turn up at any point and try to bust each other in the head. Nah. I'd be shocked. The way she's been raised, like, it doesn't surprise me that she's a farm girl. Like, there's a lot of like moral so values, and like you know, 
you, like southern boundness like you know when it's like you're going to behave like a lady even the way she is with her husband it's like you're being uncouth like even sometimes at the reunion when you see somebody shot over she was like hey like hey she seems like you know that mom or that auntie that might pop you on the hand for like for not behaving in church like that's why i'm like it doesn't surprise me like you said i also don't i never would have expected her family to be any different or to be buck wild you know what i mean um even like everyone was saying like her aunt aunt val like she doesn't seem like she's the type of lady to take nonsense everyone's afraid of her so that lady got a gun <laughs> she ran brenda got a, brenda got a gun <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i i honestly feel like she came up the best and i don't even think like you said it's probably not even a case of oh good edit bad edit that's actually just how she is unfortunately for y'all that lady not crazy (laughs) so she wasn't going to come across um, a certain way which i just wish my fellow sisters and bravo portia and candy I just wish they didn't come off so crazy in their spin-offs. I really wish he nah I nah I, I can't even express. The other day, um, this past weekend, I was um making food. So I was making food. I thought you're about to say, I thought you're about to say you watched the um, no, I literally put it on as background noise and literally as I was gang. Yeah. And as I was because I I was up to date, hear me out. It was a long weekend, right? This is our Saturday. I've listened to all my podcasts at that point. I'm you watched, have, like you said, you don't have nothing to do on the weekends. I don't. I was at home all weekend. <laughs> I went to see Renee and Eric Friday or some Friday or something. Renee and Eric. Ah, okay. I heard I Monet. I'm like, Monet? Uh-uh. Renee and Eric. I think I went to see them on Friday. And we went to get ice cream because the weather was nice and we weren't doing anything. Yeah. What was it? The rest of the weekend, I was I was here. Oh, That's actually, on the weekend, I went to get some stuff for Jackie because Ryan is going to America and I wanted him to take some stuff to Jackie. So, Lord, pack. oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, America. I just, okay. I just gave him a little care package. Um, um, what did you get her? Um, just some stuff like from the South African shop because they, they rarely get that over there. Really? Uh, yeah, like it's hard. And even the people that saw the stuff was usually like the most random things. Like, December chips and maybe like one person who does built on but like because it's being shipped from far there's not much variety stuff is usually sold as expensive blah 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 so there's a shop in Rumford and she got her so much stuff some drinks pine nut cream soda the biscuits the many creams like all sorts of stuff anyway anyway that was my weekend so when I make my food right I've watched all my shows I'm up to date with my podcast and anything else that I'll be watching or re-watching obviously I'm gonna have to be sat down paying attention so I'm like, hi, let me just put on some background noise because I just didn't feel like listening to any music. And even as Candy and the Gang was background noise, I was like, hi, no. Guys, I, I hate it had to be her. I hate it had to be her. So watching Karen, I was like, like, yeah, watching Karen's um, Grand Dame movie, I was like, this is a spinoff. This is a nice, light-hearted spirit of, and I know it's just episode one, but now that I've watched episode one, I really wish they just, it was longer, but I also understand that because it's based on a reunion, you can only make it so long. I also feel like 
because of the way Karen's life is like, there probably wouldn't have been as much that you could do a spinoff of, based off of. Like, even if you tried to go into her candles or her hair care, or whatever, that would mean that maybe her other family isn't being shown as much. So it's like, what do you actually do to keep it meaty and exciting? Because this is based on her family, what, how much can you really base it on if it's going to be about a family other than a reunion and stuff like that? So I understand why it's two episodes, but because it's so enjoyable, a part of me wishes it was longer. So, yeah, based on how enjoyable the first episode was, like somebody said, even on Bravo Twitter, it's such a nice, light hearted, enjoyable, fun spin off. Feel, feel good. It, it literally, like you, you, you finished the episode, like, oh, that was nice. It was silly. It was like funny. When I saw the, her little thingy with Ray, like I, Karen loves Raven, Raven so much. Oh, and it's so nice to watch Raven grow. Like, I feel like on the show, you've just watched her like hi bye. Like, we haven't ever seen Raven's personality. And now mm-hmm. she's grown, she's up, she's finished with college. You actually see her for what she she's is. Even when Robert Kirk was trying to drag her her look her confessional look and they tried to blame karen and she even came to she's like i'm not gonna let you blame my mama i came and did that by myself and i thought i looked damn cute and she was literally just nothing along um the one she's wearing i think like a green blazer and i think she had a blue like top and then oh the one the way it was two of them confessional yeah it was her and karen so i think i if i was gonna drag anything there was a time where her foundation and her her foundation was i think darker than yeah yeah it was it was so I don't know if it was maybe winter shade, summer shade. I um, don't know. Something, one of those vibes. But either way, like even if the commentary was her fashion or her makeup look like, she even came and tweeted. And I was just laughing along with everyone like, I'm not going to let you put this on my mom. Or like, I did that by myself. That was on me. So not too much on her. Leave her out of this, okay? And I thought I looked cute, like per. And then she just laughed it off. And I'm like, it's really nice to get to see her person. I feel like much like New Jersey fans feel like, when they see Trace kids grown, like we watched a lot of these kids literally grow up from toddler age to being teenagers yeah. right before our eyes. It's nice to get to see them show their personalities. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's so nice seeing how she like, she's filled with so much joy like around Raven. She's, I mean, I feel like a different Karen when it's just like her and her baby Raven. She's lighter. Yeah, it's cleaner, more playful, more lighter. Uh, I really like the show. Karen, I've never had a problem with Karen. You know, y'all know me. I love me some Karen. <laughs> That's my mama. <laughs> <clears throat> I love me some Karen Huger. So I have no problems with that. I was just like, wow. It was, it was a good watch. It was an easy watch the subject matter isn't like ooh, like obviously yeah the most dramatic thing is her talking to her um aunt yeah her aunt about like, the succession plan and obviously yeah that is it can hurt some people some older people when you talk about um what happens you know after you eat after you eat but you know if that is the worst thing that's gonna happen on this show sign me up sign me up because yeah. i'm really i we've been through in terms of spinoff we have actually been through it the things we've seen and also when you think about how i won't say toxic but how things have gotten on the potomac cast this is for the best that we have something light and also i have said i wouldn't mind watching karen all year long if i could (laughs) somehow get 
Karen all the time. Karen got a YouTube channel. Karen, I would be there like, mm-hmm, mamas. Mm-hmm. I, I want her advice on dating. I want her advice on clothes. I want her advice on finances. You know, I want, I just want Karen in my life, basically. I want to be Karen's friend. More of Karen. I if, I could be Karen if I could be any housewife's friend, it might, I, I'll think about it, but it might, it, Karen would, de- I'll definitely be. Karen's up there. Yeah, because she's just, fu- and it's weird because Karen is like, I think Karen is older than my mom, but around, like, mm-hmm. Karen would make more sense as like my mom's friend. And I'd never that look at yeah. my mom's friends and be like, oh, I'd love I want to be a friend. I'm good. You're an old lady. <laughs> But Karen, Karen is 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 kind of redefining what it is to be an, a lady of a certain age. You know, even I don't know if you ever watched when she went on the Wendy Williams show. Um, I'll find that interview for you. She was so fun. Like she just literally, I feel like that is who Karen is at her heart. It's just that Potomac Ashley be trying her. And, yeah, and, and, and these people, it can honestly bring out the best in you. I mean, the worst. Rob, story, Robin sorry. be trying her. Like, <laughs> you know, Robin. 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 I sometimes just like Robin not too much. It's not you that should be asking anyone anything. Like anything. Robin, the 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 clock. The call is coming from inside the house. That's why that Robin that sees you on cancer, you should be worrying about what one is doing. See. Every season, there's a video of Karen clocking um, Robin's ass. There was a time when they were at season three, I think, when they were at the restaurant. And she's like, Robin, you need to shut the fuck up. Karen, that's and Robin name. doesn't learn. She doesn't learn. Every season, she's back for more. It's like, aren't you tired? And then there's even another scene in season three where they were talking about Karen's move to Great Falls. And then Karen's like, I can move from Great Fall from Potomac and still be the grand dad. Can you 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 sitting over there alone in Hanover? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know where Hanover is, but the distance. The way she made it sound, she made it sound like I know you're not places. talking from Hanover. Hanover, you you live in Hanover and you want to chat to me like that? You're no. talking about being in Great Falls when you live in Hanover? No, let's let's be serious. Not too be much. Very, be very serious. <laughs> so um yeah, it is it is I love I, I love that about Karen. Um I just love how fun she is. That's my girl. These my girls, these my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so silly. Oh these my girls, these my friends. Um <laughs> <laughs> um point being that this is a really good it's a really good spin-off it's sad that it's going to be so short but like you said the subject matter it's not something you know that could last that long it would have been nice I mean I was thinking Porsche's concept would have made sense about blending families I forgot who I was thinking about could have blended oh Teresa actually Louis, Teresa yeah. Teresa and Louis that would have made more sense on a blending families and I would not want, but knowing them, that it would probably be dramatic and it would piss me off at the, by the end of it. And I'd say, get this on my TV. And like but, it would ruin like how you already see that, that whole situation. Maybe not ruin it, but just like, ugh, I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah, so I think it makes sense. But I would, basically my point is that I would have want Karen to, got a lo- to have gotten a longer spinoff, but the subject matter wouldn't allow in any case. Um, yeah. 
I'm excited for next week. I am excited for next. Yeah, I'm excited for next week, but I'm apprehensive because I know it's the last episode. I'm also excited because um, Setting Sunset is coming out on Friday. I know you are not because you think the black girl is bad vibes, but that's your business. That's your business. But um, anyone who comes on the show to be friends with Chriselle, I do understand. I'm not Chriselle, Christina. Christine. Get it right now. Okay. So I don't keep up with the villains. But um keep up with the case. <laughs> nah, the case is just ah, guys, you know. When I saw that tweet, I was like, the case. The case. <laughs> and it's like you gotta go. I was even gonna the case. That's who it is. Ooh, um, what was I gonna say? I think, like you said, naturally, as they were gonna. Christine was gonna have to get an ally, an, an ally of some sort, a friend or something. Because, like we did discuss, hater or lover, it's just not healthy um, for someone to be in that work environment and not have a single person on your side. Like, um, it's quite unfortunate though, because seems from the trailer like she might be asked to leave. And that's, but I think they're doing. I think they're doing that on purpose. Oh, for like, um, come on, guys. That's Christine's show. If you think about it. The person who everyone is always thinking about on that cast is Christine. Like Christine I feel, the and the Porsche. There's the everything. Christine, 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 Christine. Like you guys see, you guys see this person as a problem. But why does everybody like them? Why does everyone talk? Like, oh, why? You, and I will not forget last season. Everyone clearly having a problem with her, not being her friend anymore. But did you guys get invited to Christine James? But you have it. Why do you want to be there? And even if you don't want to be there. So why does it matter that you weren't invited? Like, what's tea? What's her name? And Mary, the person who... Mary and Heather. Oh, press, press like The a... people who say they are done with her the most. Not done. Not even close. Heather, for... no, what's her name? Mary. Mary would be foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you see that? Um, remember that podcaster who was like... Um, Russell is a square. Oh, that Ciara wouldn't have dated Russell. Did you see he did an interview with Shaq? Wanting to force Shaq to be like, but Shawnee also. I said, are, are you unhappy? Like, what is it? Which which one do you want? What is I actually I said, no, but, but, it, but it takes two. Shaq said, nah, it was on me. Nah, but you weren't the only one. Bro. Ah! And even he could have, he, you could see that Shaq was alluding to basically cheating because he's like, oh, I did things. And this guy didn't even fall for that bait. He's like, he no. Said, no. Shaq you, had to be like, you're no, good. No, I did. Like, you're a good man. You, ah, you, you did. I, you know, with people like that, I'm like, this is why sometimes, like, on, on, on social media, people end up saying, you guys secretly love men, but like, because of homophobia, you don't want to say. Because, ah, <laughs> have you seen that? <laughs> have you seen that treacherous meme of um, that was. Initially, Michael Jordan hiding the trophy, and then they changed the trophy for a peen. <laughs> that one, he deserved that meme because it's they cute. like, they like. I don't even know if, I mean, I'm not gonna speculate, but I don't know if it's you know they want to take pipe, but definitely you guys are obsessed with looking a certain way to men. And, and it's weird. Why? How can, how can no? How can Shaq say? 
I, I messed up. I did some things. I ruined a good thing. Now, nah, but you weren't the only one going. It takes two, bro. As if you were sleeping with Shawnee. He said, no, it's me. What's wrong? No, no, he's like, no, nah, it's me. No, you wouldn't no, have it. No. You wouldn't have that answer. Nope. No, he wasn't having it. And Shad had to be like, no, it was me. She was a good woman. She was doing everything she was supposed to do while I was out here being a mess. That lady ain't shit. Dotting and bopping. Dotting and bopping. Megan gave us a bop. My gosh. What were you out here doing? Dotting and bopping. (laughs) Have you started watching LA? What? That's what I was in it. I was watching it. Um not last week two weeks ago i mean i watched it but i'm still i haven't watched i think season one season one i don't remember watching season one i think i started i need you to watch season one uh you can do without it season two but i was watching the other day and like season four and season five that was peak housewives when i rewatched the season with duffy and tammy i said this is peak housewives this was it i when Drea left, I had to boycott the show. Yeah, it they, was didn't against... good. they didn't do the good. They didn't treat her well at all. That's what I was saying. I mean, Drea is not... And the funny thing is, Drea is not that girl who you're going to lie there and defend. But, yeah, uh, she's not, she, they treated her horribly. And even though it's season three, she, like her last season, she was dizzy and she did do wrong things. But like, who doesn't? Like, who on that cast at some point hasn't done something for her? But they definitely did Dre dirty. She did not get treated the way she got treated. And Malaysia. (laughs) That's when I lost all respect for Malaysia. I shame. But yeah, just to wrap up on the actual shows we're watching before we go off on a tangent. (laughs) I can't wait for next week. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to enjoy the episode as well of Karen's Grand Art Reunion. Um, Really looking forward to next week because... It's going to be four shows on our rotation. Listen, it's going to be, you know, like that video of, I don't know if it's at Aldi. It looked like Aldi or Little. The person who's like, <laughs> that's going to be us. Yep. Whatever. Another one. Thank you. Another one. Thank, thank you. you. Another one. Thank you. No, for real. So we're going to have new Real Houses of New Jersey, Real Houses of Lagos. Karen's Grand Dame Reunion, and we're going to have the first half of Selling Sunset. We're not going to do it all at once. Depending on, on how good it is. Like, if it's good, yeah. I yeah. might just burn through it, but... No, we can't do that, because remember, Karen's Grand Dame is only two. So that means the next week, we're going to be now doing just Lagos and New Jersey. No, I can't do that to myself. Exactly. So we need to take time with Selling Sunset, or else we'll suffer the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person who did, well, the consequences was that um a Nigerian? Yes, it's um well, a big tipper. Consequency, serious consequence. But yes, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Really hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, as usual, we are active and live on Twitter and Instagram. Please be sure to use the hashtag hashtag reality check pod. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O-D. That is also the handle of both our accounts, like I said, Twitter and Instagram. Chat to us, talk to us. If you want to hop on to speak on any of the shows we are doing. Please let us know. We will be putting out a bird call this week anyway. So stay tuned for that if you're interested. Hit us up. Obviously, 
we're going to have to try and accommodate people on a first come first serve basis and if schedules match so if you don't get picked right away hold tight we we, are, we ain't going away we're here to stay so there will still be an episode that you can probably join us for but in the meantime i've been nesu and as ever i've been your gracious host leo <laughs> and until next week bye bye